Life-Changing Radio, WBCI. Welcome to Simple Faith with host Dale Carlson, bringing solid Christian answers to your questions and concerns. Changing Radio. Here's host Dale Carlson. Welcome to Simple Faith. Thanks for listening today uh, on a Saturday afternoon. It's kind of nice outside. I hope that you're uh, sitting by your radio outside somewhere listening in on us. Today uh, uh, we have Rob Miller with us from Side by Side Ministries. Uh, Bob Bolmier's here. And uh, my son Nathan is going to answer the phone, and, and uh, we're going to talk uh, about side-by-side ministries, a ministry that uh, has a, some very interesting beginnings, and it was just birthed out of needs. So, Rob, welcome. Hi, Dale. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to have you today. Hi, Bob. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's an interesting story. Uh, uh, Rob is a teacher at a Portland uh, school and uh, has been a Christian for many, many years. And tell me about Side by Side. How did this get started, Rob? Yeah, I guess really um, it was a journey that I started when I was a young child and kind of grew up in a Christian home, and my family modeled um, serving others, you know, uh, whether it was our neighbors and so forth. And I started to uh, get involved with the church. It did the same thing. You know, we had lots of... uh, opportunities for young people to serve and as I got older I kind of um, started to see that there was some type of uh, sense of closeness to God when you were helping somebody Amen. have you ever noticed that That's right. yeah, absolutely yeah it's um you just felt like you were doing what you're supposed to do um, and then so that kind of became maybe almost to a fault uh, the way that I kind of expressed my love for God was to try to find ways to get involved with serving him. Um, as I got older, I, I realized that I was spending almost all of my time um, serving people like in the church that yep, I was part of. Yep. Um, I think church, uh, our church, and I think churches in general do a great job of uh, ministering to the people that are in their community. Mm-hmm. Um, they see needs and elderly people, young people, things that need to get done at the church. Um, and people rally to that at the church. Um, and then they, you know, churches also have their outreach kind of ideas and ministries. But as far as like the serving and the practical needs, it seemed like it was mostly focused in my life on the people in the church. Um, and at the same time, as I was uh, going through that and kind of realizing that sense, um, I don't know if you guys noticed it in the 80s and 90s, but um the focus seemed to be on like how Christians and everybody else were different. Amen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Did you notice that? Yeah. Like mm. in the, um, 
It just so we, seemed, we isolate ourselves. I mean, we, we just yeah. kind of crawl into our cocoon. and. Yeah, it was like, you know, we're different. Um, they're different than us, whether it was people from different faiths or people that were making different lifestyle choices. Yeah. They were different than us. And, you know, I kind of I kind of was in partly in that um, kind of frame of mind also. But then a few things happened in my life, and I just I realized that we're more more the same than uh, maybe we were giving ourselves um, the opportunity to see. Um, you know, people really of all faiths and people of all life experiences share this desire to want to make things better and mm -hmm. to help people. It's a God in all of us. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and I just said, you know, I started thinking, you know, maybe it'd be better to focus more of my time on doing things for people who maybe weren't, you know, part of a church or part of my church. Mm -hmm. Um, and kind of that's what kind of led me to uh, kind of think about it. Um, you know, why is it that when we serve, do we feel this closeness to God and feel like we're doing the mm -hmm. right thing? And my submission to you guys is that uh, to people is I think it's because, you know, we're made in God's image. Yeah, that's what Jesus did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's very clear through Genesis and um, other places in the Bible that God made us in his image. You know, I, obviously, I don't think we look anything like him or. Our physical, I know, I don't, <laughs> or anything like him. Yeah. But the, you know, parts of us um, are like him, and you know, I think the Bible is really clear um, that Jesus was the closest thing we have to seeing what God yeah. is like. Mm -hmm. um, and what did Jesus do? I mean, yeah. he saw. He left his home. Yeah, yeah he yeah. saw. He saw. While he was a person, um, he saw needs and he stopped and he he addressed them. He, you know, he fed people, he healed people, he yes, he, did. he took care of, of things, and um, he loved people. Yeah. Um, he yes. loved people that were different than him. Yes. Um, sometimes, you, sometimes, uh, you know, this might be the wrong thing to say, but sometimes it didn't seem like he loved the the really religious community that much. Mm, yeah. True. Yeah. I mean, he he, yeah. he was. I, I'm sure he loved them. But boy, he was hard on him. He was upset with some of the, yeah, the, yeah. the judgmental yeah, attitudes and stuff that seemed to be going on. Um, at least when I read the Bible, that's what it seems like. And he loved people that weren't like him. That's and right. he loved people that weren't part of the church as, as well as the people that were. And uh, so if we're made in God's image, and the closest thing we have to understanding what God is really like is Jesus and what he did while he was here, it seems like acting in the same way and trying to do some of those things that he did probably is a pretty safe bet for a good choice um and what to do <laughs> yeah well it's it's uh it's just what jesus said love others like i loved you so that's our example mm. and you know he used all his gifts and talents to uh love people in ways that uh that we aren't capable of doing mm. uh you know he, like feeding five thousand people uh that's that's pretty much out of our territory or you know, he cast all the demons into the pigs, and they ran into the ocean and, mm. and drowned. That's out of our area. But each one of us has been given those opportunities and those gifts to, uh, to use uh, to our, their, our full extent mm. uh, to, to love him. And everybody's different, right? You know, everybody's different uh, kind of talents and abilities yeah. and that God's given us. But the ability to kind of uh, see a need and uh, try to address it in some way we could all do that. That's right. That's um, right. Depending on it. And so how Side by Side started was kind of, at first, not intentional. 
and then it was intentional. Yeah. Um, and the non-intentional part happened was again I. I'm a teacher, but I was blessed with a dad and a grandfather and friends that kind of taught me to do things. A lot you know, of things, yeah. You know, plumbing or electrical or fixing things and painting things. And that was where I kind of found my niche to, like, when somebody needed something, that was my offer. You know, mm -hmm. I could help with that in some way. And uh, one of my coworkers had a, a terrible accident, actually. She was jogging, and uh, a pickup truck went off the road and clipped her. And she ended up with surgeries and in a wheelchair for a long time. And um, I went and visited her and uh, in the hospital. And um, I asked her, you know, what do you need? You know, and I think we can all do that. It's like, is there anything I can do to help? That's right. You know, yeah. whether it's some times people say, no, I, I don't need anything. It's just sometimes people say something. And um, she knew I was kind of handy. And, and she said, I don't know how I'm going to get into my house right now um, in a wheelchair and she was in a wheelchair for going to be in a wheelchair for several months and so i was like well i'll come over and figure out a way to build a little ramp in, mm -hmm. in your garage to get you in your house and so i went over and did that and she shared it with other people at my school mm -hmm. that i worked with and people wanted a part of it people in the school not, yeah not in the church. not christians yeah, yeah. no no no, yeah. These, no. <laughs> these weren't followers of uh, you know the same faith that i had yeah they just wanted to help yeah um, you know, it kind of reinforced, you know, I know that the people I work with, a lot of them don't have the same beliefs and backgrounds, but they care about people mm -hmm. um, the same way I do. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, th they wanted to help. And so I organized it and people came over and helped me help this person. We built a ramp um, and it was it was great. It was and that same sense of that I talked about, like I experienced my whole life, you know, going on mission trips to Guatemala or working at the church or doing things for other people locally with my Christian, uh, you know, community, um, that feeling like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and that sense that, you know, this is the right thing and God's pleased with this, yeah, you know, that right. is in, in me. Yeah. Um, the other people sensed it too. And I thought, Wow, this this gives us chances to talk about like why are you doing this? You yeah, know? Amen. And That's what, right. You know, yeah. because I feel like it's God's place in me here to do, and you know, I, and we love each other. We need to do more of this stuff, and and the conversations that happen in that sense. And after that little project, I said to myself, you know, this is what I'd like to spend my time doing when I'm volunteering, and not just having my Christian community involved, but my friends that are outside of the same faith circle and yeah. just spend time together and build on those relationships and have those conversations and and let God work on that part of the people, you know, that are, is in his image. Amen. That they may yeah. not even credit, you know, it's because God made me this way. They right. can say it's, you know, altruism. It's, uh, you know, it's just I want to make things better, you know, or I have a heart for people, I'm compassionate. Or it's just a friend of mine. I want to do something nice. Whatever their reasoning is, but I believe it's you know part of the reason is this, this that these people, my friends and your friends out there, you know, who are not in your faith circle of friends, but these good good people, mm -hmm. the reason they want to do that thing is because God made them that way. That's right. You know, they can credit it with whatever they want to credit it to, mm -hmm. but you know, I think that's part of what it is. And so out of that, I said to myself that maybe what a church could do or an individual could do is kind of uh, capture um, this sense that, you know, God made people this way 
and most people are good and they want to help and use that as an opportunity to get your circle of friends that are believers and share your faith and your circle of friends who live on the same street or that you work with that they don't have faith come together to meet a need of Amen. someone that you share in common. Yep, I've I've always found that the best way to build a relationship with them is with people is to do a project with them mm -hmm. and uh, and work with them mm -hmm. and and, uh, and and somehow getting together and rubbing elbows and getting into the trenches with uh, with folks uh, just opens doors that you can't open just by telling mm -hmm. people something. People don't want to listen. They want to they want to they want to do something. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I think with Million Meals Maine, you know, we did that at the Darren High School. And uh, just so many volunteers came out that maybe non-Christians and of, Christians working side by yeah, side yeah, together. Yeah, That's mm -hmm. why you get side by side. Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. and, and that, uh, you know, just getting out there and becoming an example. You know, Jesus said, I send them into the world. And, you know, when you talk about a sphere or a bubble, we do get comfortable in building, the, even in my house, I've got a recliner that's my recliner. Mm -hmm. right? yeah. <laughs> and it's set up in a very comfortable way. But that's not what God sent us into the world mm. to be, is comfortable. Well, that's not what Jesus did. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I hope, you know, no one would take away from anything that I'm saying that it's, it's wrong to meet the needs of a, of a Christian friend no, or a member of your no, church. And I'm not no, saying that yeah, at all. I'm yeah, saying no. expand, expand it. And um, then, when, so when this idea really came to fruition in its first uh, iteration was I was walking, I was close enough to school, I walked to school every day and mm -hmm. I ran into this elderly gentleman. Um, he was outside a lot and I would talk to him as I walked by and he, uh, his house was falling apart and I found out he was a veteran and his elderly wife, they were all alone and they just had no resources or ability to take mm. care of the place. And I thought, well, I after it took a long time to convince him that it would be okay, you know, who is this guy walking down the street and then found out I was a school teacher and, you know, I kind of, after a while I got to know him and then I asked him, I said, you know, would you be okay with me having some folks come and take care of your house, paint your house and fix the trim and do some things for you? And at first it was, you know, no, because people, oh, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then I said, if you're worried, you know, it's going to cost money, I think we'll, people will be able to take care of that for you. And, you know, and then he kind of warmed up to the idea. And, and eventually, um, you know, he said, yeah, you could do it. And so my plan was at that time was to try to get several of the folks that I knew, men and women from my faith circle that I knew cared about people and wanted to do things like that. Um, and I would ask these people, people at school and mm -hmm. have us work together side by side on the ladders and doing the things and just you know have great conversations and great fun and let god do his thing that he does when we serve him and um Amen. you know and just kind of let it let it come together and then at the end um you know invite everybody to have like a little cookout together and try to get to the uh get to the point where you know you kind of enjoyed this time and kind of yeah. celebrate yeah. what you got done and lo and behold i offered it uh and the, the Christian folks that I knew, obviously, they I knew they were going to say yes. And they, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. And we picked a couple of weekends. And next thing I know, I had a dozen or so people from school Amen. that oh, wanted yeah. to come over there and, and work, too. Yeah. And we painted together and, mm. you know, and fixed the trim and did all this stuff. And uh, 
And we had a little cookout at the end, and that was the beginning of um, this idea of this side-by-side was doing that. And people, um, you know, the the people involved wanted to do it again. And they said, can you let me know the next time you're doing something? And uh, and that's kind of where the whole um, idea came together. That's wonderful. Gives me goosebumps. I just I'm 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 excited about this. Yeah. We have to take a break yep. now. And uh, you're listening to WMS WBCI Radio one hundred five point nine. Our phone number is seven two five nine two two four. We're going to open up the lines here in a little bit after this uh, after this break. Um, and uh, we can talk together, and and uh, and I think Rob will share a little bit about how you might be able to start something similar. Yes. It's not rocket science, is it, Rob? No, no. Okay, Please share some in. of the yeah. projects, yeah. and we're gonna we're gonna go to break now. Yes. He is God of love, mercy, and sacrifice. If this isn't a wonderful testimony to the fact that she's a new creation in Christ. Just like we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, therefore if anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. She was hot-tempered, and she was critical, and she had all sorts of issues in her life that she said completely went away, only after she came to faith in Christ. This is the power of radio in countries like Thailand where the gospel is not frequently heard by people. There are not many churches. Please pray that as FEBC broadcasts the good news, there'll be many new creations, new creatures in Christ. And how we'd love to hear these stories directly from listeners. Thanks, Ed. We believe in the power of prayer, and we'd like to encourage you to pray for the nations of the world. Sign up for our international prayer guide at febc.org. 105.9 Short Chronologies. This is Ken Ham, and our ministry has launched a video streaming platform, Answers.tv. Throughout church history, many scholars wrote chronological histories of the world, starting with God's Word. They've added up the genealogies in Genesis and looked at biblical dates and clues to determine a historical chronology. And they've always come up with roughly the same numbers, about 2,000 years from Adam to Abraham and about 2,000 years then from Abraham to Christ. Then they added on the years since Christ lived to their time to get an age for the earth. It was always thousands of years. The idea that the earth is millions of years old is a new idea in the church. It doesn't come from scripture. It comes from man. There's so much more to discover when you visit us at AnswersRadio.com and subscribe to receive free daily email insights from Ken Ham when you go to AnswersRadio.com. You're listening to WBCI Life Changing Radio 105.9. Our phone number is 725-9224. Write it down. We're going to open the lines up here in a little bit. And we're here with Rob Miller today. And he's telling us about his ministry that God kind of uh, uh, birthed for him as he just stayed with an ear to ground for what's going on around him, just mm-hmm. the needs that are there. And uh, he jumped in and, and, uh, and started doing something. And it's been a blessing, hasn't it, Rob? 
Oh, it's been a blessing for me for sure. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I believe it's been a blessing. Um, I know it's been a blessing to many families, individuals that have had something done for them. Um, but I think it's been a blessing for the people who have served too. I yeah, think God always yeah. works that way. Yeah, I think He always works that yeah. way. When you when you serve Him, there's there's something that you get out of it um, as well. It's the joy that. and the peace mm -hmm. and the pay, the fruit of the Spirit just comes in in basketfuls, mm -hmm. doesn't it? Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's wonderful. So tell me about some more of these projects that you've been doing. Yeah, um, I think it's interesting because I think that for people who are out there uh, who may kind of be thinking about how could you do something like this. I think that the two things that I've found that stop people from acting on how God has moved them, um, one of them is uh, I don't think I know how to fix those steps or I don't know how to side, you know, tear the siding off or fix something or paint, you know. Um, so that was one thing that I think held people back and that's something that I was I was blessed to be able to do some of that stuff and uh, have people in our life that would do that. And the second one is like, how are we going to pay for it? Right. Um, you know, because, you know, these things cost money. You know, lots of times it's, there's some money involved. And um, and I just want to encourage people to not let those things stop them from being like the, the captain of a project. Um so, so you don't you don't have to know how to do these things, mm -hmm. but you probably need somebody that does know. Mm -hmm. And so you're captaining the project. You go find somebody that uh, that mm -hmm. wants to help. Correct. And uh, and and I'm willing. To, I I would I'd submit that almost everybody knows someone in their circle of friends yeah. who knows how to paint mm -hmm. or knows how to fix some stairs right, or right. knows how to do some things. So don't let that scare you off mm -hmm. from um, you know uh, you you have a need of somebody in your your community. You see it. Um, you know that that they need something done, and don't let like oh I don't know how to do it myself stop you. Um, start to think about your you know the people that you go to church with, the people that you work with, the people that live nearby, um, that you have a relationship with, and um, start to think you know who might be able to help out for Saturday morning and do something like that. And then on the finances side, um, you know. The people that you serve, uh, sometimes they have resources and they want to help. You know, right. they want to pay for it themselves. They just can't pay the labor costs. Right. And I've had many projects where that's that's been the case. Um, and the other thing that's happened, it's been, you know, a thing of God. That's been a real blessing. Is I've had to front some of the money and uh, some other resources have come from people who've donated money. Um, and almost every time, other people don't like want to contribute like the ones that are coming to help work on the person's house can i help pay a little bit of the cost you know 25 dollars <laughs> or 50 dollars and the next thing you know this group of people that you've kind of have some connection with this person in your community that you're helping they want to help that way yeah and they donate money or give money and it kind of it kind of takes care of itself now it may not always work that way but I think those are the two things that often stop people from acting on right. how God's talking on their heart. And I would just encourage you to try it once. Um, mm. And you can find some people that can help with the specific talent or ability skills that you may not have. Right. Um, and there will be people who will want to help financially as well. Yeah. And the next thing you know, the project actually gets done. I right. think this is the way things are supposed to work. Mm. I, I think that's exactly the way things are mm. supposed to work. I got goosebumps again. I just I love this ministry. I love what you're doing, Rob. Mm. We had a uh, the next the next opportunity that came in the process was 
there was a, a person who had had to take their uh, elderly parent in and uh, they needed their porch steps covered because it just iced up and they were really concerned about the uh, you know the, the elderly slipping parents falling, slipping yeah. and falling yeah. so you know we had to come up with a little way to add a little you know kind of shed roof off over it and, and while we were there we kind of repainted the a garage and again it was a group of people from different you know circles yeah. uh, that joined together and uh, we did that little project there was another one um, that was a, a elderly family needed a, a garage resided um, and another person approached me and I said why don't you be the captain of this project yeah. um, and you ask people mm -hmm. and uh, you know and you don't know how to do a couple things well I'll make sure that there are a couple people there who know how mm -hmm. to do mm -hmm. the vinyl siding and make sure we know what we're doing and I'll help you you know estimate what we need for materials and stuff like that but I let it be your friend circle that's right um, the people you work with the people in your friend, and and it was really cool because I didn't know most of the people mm -hmm. um, he knew most of the people uh, you know, I was just there as kind of a consultant and a helper. And um, but you expanded the circle of people that that were being blessed by by side by side. Absolutely, yeah, and, yeah. and that's the way I think it should be. You yeah. know, and now the the person who's the captain, you're the one that's going to be able to have the ongoing relationship with the person you help, or the people you help, and the people that you get to work. And now you have a connection with them, and you can continue to do things with them. And, mm -hmm. And then to eventually invite them to other things, you know, if you go to church, to invite things to church with yep. you. And they, you already have a connection with them, and, and you can go from there. You know, I, I think a lot of times there's kind of this tension between those who are Christians and those who are non-Christians. And uh, we don't understand each other. Uh, we're coming from two different places. But I think this kind of a ministry breaks down those walls and allows us to talk. And uh, as we do something that's that's uh, that's, you know, just exactly what Jesus would be doing. Right, right. You know, and I, growing up, I think I was part of the kind of the mindset that pretty much every opportunity that you had, you needed to get to the point where you were talking about details of faith and commitment right. to, to Jesus as part of the, the process. And I think you just, uh, it was, in my life, I had to get to a point where I needed, had to realize that, no, I don't have to ask them to make a faith commitment the right. first time we're working together right. on somebody's house. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you just got to trust what, you know, what Jesus said in the parable, you know, some, some plant and some water, you know, but some heart, but ultimately God's going to use That's each right. little conversation and each little relationship, you know, to his glory and, and yeah. make a difference in those people's lives and in his world. You know, God doesn't want people hurting. Yeah. God doesn't make people hurt. Right. You know, the messed up world that we live in, things happen yeah. to everybody, the believers and non-believers, the people of all mm -hmm. different faiths, all different races, uh, bad stuff happens, you know, yeah. and that's not God making it happen. He doesn't like it. He doesn't make it that way, but he wants it to get fixed yeah. as best we can, right. you know, and um, it's interesting that there's so many needs, right? Yeah. It's yes. everywhere. Yeah. You know, when I went on a trip to Guatemala with AMG International. I've been down several times and it's overwhelming when you see all these little kids. Um, mm. You know, they have schools for children of you know of poverty and you know, they take care of them and feed them and uh, they hire lots of staff. There's so many people in need and it, and it was almost overwhelming the first time I went and um, our friend Brian, who was there kind of running it, kind of shared that, uh, you know, 
you just they just feel good about the ones the kids they have in their school they're making mm -hmm. a difference for those kids mm -hmm. and mother Teresa said the same thing all you can do is care for the one that God puts in front of you that's right you know that's so right. it doesn't matter if it's a big project or a small project it doesn't matter if there's like 10 projects on your street mm. <laughs> you know don't let that immobilize just one, you do one yeah Start just do one. a simple little thing yeah. and you know God is going to be happy with it it's going to be a blessing to the people involved working and uh, getting served and, and it's going to be a blessing to you as well you know, I think I think a lot of times we 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 think that we've got to you, you said it earlier that we've got to share the four spiritual laws or we've got to ask for a faith commitment or whatever but i don't believe that's what the scripture teaches us jesus said the commandment was that we should love others mm -hmm. like jesus loved us and jesus yeah. would say he would always say the kingdom of god has come near you and that's the love that we we're sharing mm -hmm. and he says uh i'm just doing what my father told me to do mm -hmm. and so i i think you know it's it's our job to love people and it's the job of the Holy Spirit to change people. It's, and I think sometimes when we don't see that change happening fast enough, we think that uh, the Holy Spirit's not doing his job and that becomes mm -hmm. our job. Right. And, uh, and it just messes everything up. You know, it's, it's so nice to have people say, why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. You know, what, what's, what's... Right. And, Every yeah. time we've done a project, people are like, why are you doing this? Amen. What's your yeah. And just to share, like... Just to be able to share, I just feel like God wants us to love each other, yeah. and that's why Amen. that's what He does. That's all. That, can that if that's all you say, yeah. and that's the only specific thing you share with that person, I still think you're doing what God wants. Well, you to that's do. The, when the light bulb goes on. I mean, the mm -hmm. light bulb in somebody's head. Oh, wow, that's God uh, is telling them to do that, and and uh, and all of a sudden it opens the door for the Holy Spirit to come in and just begin to to work and and, and plow that ground and, mm -hmm. and grow that field and. And uh, and uh, and then the people come along with different gifts and talents, and it's just it's exciting to see it yeah. work. And out. the relationships you have, you know, with the people that you work with, and it goes on, and and the conversations go on, and so yeah. on. You've made a friend. Yeah. yeah. My favorite, my favorite project that we ever did was uh, a young girl ended up getting an infection and ended up becoming paralyzed, mm -hmm. um, and kind of lost a lot of her function and. Uh, the community did a great job kind of rallying around this family um, in general. and uh, But they ended up, um, she needed to do the therapy, mm. like with machines and stuff. Mm. And she she's doing a great job. I'm not going to share any details and stuff. But she's, God has just continued to help her exceed whatever the expectations were for her recovery. Mm -hmm. um, but they, this family needed more space. Um, and they had a basement that was unfinished. And... Uh, they want they their hope was to like turn it into a therapy room, mm. and uh, another friend of mine, a, a gal, was close friends to them and knew about the need and knew that this side by side existed, and she was the captain of the project, and, and yeah. she I she asked me could you do it and I was like do you want to? and I kind of explained to her what was going on and this wonderful yeah. gal started sharing with people and rallying people from you know, our school community and I got people that were my friends that weren't connected to this other young family with the girl at all and so we worked over there several several weekend mornings and you know kind of finished the room off and put a floor down and trim and finished the stairs and partitioned it off and uh, the little, the, they were able to put these equipment that could roll around on the floor and have this space to help this little That's girl wonderful. continue and it was just uh, I mean, that one's the one that I love that project. Yeah, I yeah. just love that project because it was someone 
you know, that I really, I respect this lady, you know, and she just, she kind of wanted to do something for her friends and mm. reached out, you know. She, to, she was a Christian or not? She is, yeah, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, yeah. not from my circle. Right. No, right. no, she's, she's, she goes, to, you know, she, I think she loves God and she yeah, prays, she believes, um, yeah. um, you know, and, uh, anyway, so, but she, that had nothing to do with her understanding there was a need and then mm. understanding there was someone to help her kind of meet that need. Right. But it was like, it was her project. Yeah. She and, owned it. Yeah. She owned it. And I just was the facilitator. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, so many different people. I mean, I think that one had 20, 22 people worked on that project wow. over the three weekends. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I still get um, text, little texts once in a while from the family. Yeah. You know, this she's doing this now. And we Great. got to do this in the basement. It just warms your heart to, yeah. to think yeah. of it. And uh, yeah. so, you know, that's a big project, yeah. you know, uh, painting somebody's house or, you know, yeah. cleaning a yard for somebody that's disabled. Um, we've built... Um, three different handicapped ramps. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, one for a gentleman who was dying, young man with a family, and they just needed to be able to get him in and out of the house. And we were able to build it in a way that it could be disassembled. And it's gotten moved to someone else's house. Mm -hmm. um, the gentleman passed away, sadly. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So we've done that several times. And yeah. um, we've repaired fences and you know, um, we fixed the roof and I don't know where this time goes, Rob, but it's time for another break. Okay. okay. <laughs> we'll take a breath and you're listening to WBCI life changing radio 105.9. We're going to open the phones in this next, next session, 725-9224. Feel free to call in. We'd love to hear you. Then God appeared and sat beside the dog. He patted his head and said, don't feel bad fella. They won't let me in either. Unfortunately, we live in a society that has made major efforts to remove reference of God from all public places. But fortunately, it's not possible. A government might be able to refuse to allow a Bible in a classroom, but they cannot, nor will they ever be able to remove the influence of a child of God. They might be able to keep a person from sharing their faith verbally, but they will never be able to stop a person from living out the love of the gospel. Even in countries where Christians are persecuted and martyred, the number of believers grows because the love of Christ lived out in the life of even just one person cannot be extinguished by any man or government. The joke is cute, but if God did appear beside the dog, he might have said this instead. Don't feel bad, little fellow. We're in his heart. Lighten up and live. This has been Lighten Up, brought to you by Compassion International, releasing children from poverty in Jesus' name. Please visit us on the web at Compassion.com. We're here to encourage you in your faith and to help you grow in Christ. 105.9 FM, WBCI. Short Chronologies. This is Ken Ham, and our ministry has launched a video streaming platform, Answers.tv. Throughout church history, many scholars wrote chronological histories of the world, starting with God's Word. They've added up the genealogies in Genesis and looked at biblical dates and clues to determine a historical chronology. And they've always come up with roughly the same numbers, about 2,000 years from Adam to Abraham, 
and about 2,000 years then from Abraham to Christ. Then they added on the years since Christ lived to their time to get an age for the earth. It was always thousands of years. The idea that the earth is millions of years old is a new idea in the church. It doesn't come from scripture. It comes from man. There's so much more to discover when you visit us at AnswersRadio.com and subscribe to receive free daily email insights from Ken Ham when you go to AnswersRadio.com. Listening to Simple Faith on WBCI Life Changing Radio 105.9. There is a, uh, our phone number is 725-9224 and we have, is it Christine on line one from Auburn? Christine, how are you? Um, yes, hello. Hi. You've got a question for Rob. Yes, I have a question for Rob about his ministry, if I may, please. Okay. Well, go. he's listening. Okay. Um, I, I think it, it sounds wonderful. He's helping people, non-Christians outside of the church, and fixing someone's house or building a ramp. But I guess my question is, are you sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ? I, I know that you're not asking for a faith commitment, but... Jesus did help others by healing and feeding them, but he also shared the message of salvation about being born again. And so I'm wondering if you are, if someone's a great commission, you fix someone's health here on earth, but if they don't know about their home in heaven and repent their sins for the kingdom of God is at hand, that fulfilling the great commission is, is that is important to your ministry too. Oh, hi, Christine. Thanks for that great question. Yeah, uh, I would say it absolutely is. The difference I think I was trying to make as I shared about not like forcing into that conversation is um, when we do these projects, we try to have like an ongoing relationship um, with the people that we work with on the project as well as the people that gets the work done. And yes, throughout the project, when they ask questions about why we share, you know, that God's part of our life and so on and so forth. And then over, over time, we just keep praying that there's going to be a time when they want to hear more. And that definitely has happened with uh, with the people that have worked on the project. There's been wonderful chances to to talk about faith and um, and why um, God is important in our lives and what Jesus did for us and why we should live our lives the same way that Jesus did. So yeah, it's uh, it definitely is important in our ministry. Um, in, but it's uh, it just isn't what I was trying to say is it's not something that like the first day that we're there we're going to make sure that we get to that point and kind of push that with people early on. That answer your question? Um, yes, um, I thank you very much. Yeah, thank, well, thank you. you for calling, thank Christine. Thank you for calling. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this okay. bye now. Um, one other story that I I had shared with Daryl earlier that I think um, is really important about the ministry is sometimes it's not the work that you're doing. Um, there's sometimes things going on that you don't even understand Amen. in a person's life. Um, this was before, this was well before um, Side by Side began, but uh, a person in my life, a uh, single mom had, had lost a child, um, an older child, in a terrible accident. And it was, it was horrible. It, it, a lot of people rallied around this, fam, this woman and uh, she had another child. And we went to visit and like I said, I, my tendency is to say, is there anything I can do you know, to help? when my wife and I went and visited with her before uh, the funeral. And this woman shared that she was worried about her other son because uh, a bathroom had been leaking and there was mold in their bathroom. She was worried that she was gonna lose her other child because of you know concerns about that. 
And I said, sure, I, I'll do it. I'll come over. And uh, a few weeks later, we got into summer vacation, and I was able to go over. Um, and uh, we fixed the – a friend went with me, and my son went with me, and we, we kind of fixed the, the job, and it was nice, and she thanked us, and it was all good. Ten years later um, – I had no idea about this, but ten years later, um, this lady shared that um, – the night before we went over to work on her house, she had been surrounded by people so much. And then after a, a funeral and several weeks go by, she was just alone and she was just dealing with it. Mm. And she shared that um, she was contemplating taking her life. And I had no idea. Um, I had 10 years later. 10 years later. Ten years later. She shared this uh, with, uh, with me uh, in a small group with, with some people that we were working with. And it just blew me away. Um, and she said the only reason she didn't do it was she knew that we were coming over that next day to work Isn't on our house. And it helped her that day. It helped her one other day. I went over like three days. And it just, she shared that just getting through that bump, exactly. it was enough that she felt okay. Yeah. And um, and I had no idea. So sometimes you're, you're painting a house. Mm. But, but there's something yeah. else yeah. going on that you don't know. Yeah. And uh, that... That was just a blessing for me to Wonderful. hear that shared. Um, we have Mary from Bath. She's got another question for okay. you. Bro. Mary, are you there? Hello, Mary. Thanks. Hi. Hi, Mary. Mm -hmm. How are you? Good. I've been listening to the program, and I really love this concept of side-by-side. -side, and I was wondering if there was an address I could send a donation to. We have a, we have a website that uh, Dale can share with. Um, with you at the end, if you want to listen to the end, perfect. That'd be good. Yeah, and then that that would be a wonderful blessing, and we appreciate it. You know, it's been very interesting. Um, I received a, a grant, and it was uh, to help kind of seed some of these projects. And so far, pretty much every time we've done a project, we've used the money from the grant and bought the materials, and then people that have been involved with the project, like I shared earlier, kind of have tried to help out. And so it's lasted a long time. Excellent. It's still cooking along. Um, but yeah, we will, uh, we'll be able to share. Um, uh, I, you want to do that now? Yeah, I can, I can oh, share that because I've go. got to share this anyway. But uh, you can reach us at Simple Faith, P.O. Box 111, Gray, Maine, 04039. And you can get that. You can you can send uh, you can send it either you can make out a check to either Simple Faith or you can make it out to uh, side by side either one. It'll get to the same place. Thank you so much. Well, God Thank bless you. For you. Thanks in. for have thanks a great day. Hey, I hope you can find somebody, Mary, that uh, you can you know get some rally some of your friends circles together and just do a simple project because it's been a real blessing for me. And you sound like you're you would get really uh, enjoyment out of serving the Lord that way. You sound like that type of person. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. God bless you yeah. in your ministry. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. I just want to reach out, uh, Fran Wesley. Uh, I got a chance to go and visit with her today. Um, 91 years old, uh, been a Christian for many, many years, and and I just thank God for her. And, you know, I got so blessed just going there and, and, and visiting with her. You know, uh, sometimes we forget about the older folks, but they're the ones that can really bring wisdom and knowledge right. and blessing yeah. mm -hmm. and i just want to just say fran thank you for the time we had today amen mm -hmm. amen you know you mentioned uh, you know older people have so much to bring mm. you know uh, this the 
the main project that I mentioned where we were, there's people from school and we worked on the house for the veteran across the street. Uh, he passed away a year or two later. So then the wife was alone. Mm. And uh, for another six, seven years until she finally moved away. And uh, kids from our school, we'd go over and rake, their lawn, rake her lawn. So it was like this ongoing relationship. Yeah. And she was, you know, she was such a lovely person. The, the kids really enjoyed, you know, when teachers would take take them over and start, do that little project. So, yeah, there's a lot. You get a lot back when you spend exactly. time with people. And I think the same thing's true. I mean, I mentioned it earlier, you know, this we live in an age right now where there's so much focus on how different we are. That's right. You know, and like, oh, you know, whether it's political differences, racial differences, um, mm. lifestyle differences, all these different things. I truly believe every every community, every group of people that I just mentioned, they all share this common desire to help people. Yes. You know, and of course there are there are outliers, there are people that are selfish or people who have no concern for anybody, all that. But just in general, the vast, vast, vast majority of people um, love to help others. And, and what a great way to connect. Oh, it's awesome. And yep. you know, I, and again, I'm in an, an, in, a, in an advantageous position because I work with a super diverse group of people, mm. politically diverse, you know, culturally diverse. Um, where I work, we have, you know, half of our kids are, are kids of color. Um, many of our staff are from different parts of the world, um, different faiths. And when, when these projects come, <laughs> come along, there are people from all of those segments who want to be a part of what that's of helping somebody. Yeah, you know, and so I—that's part of why I really believe, you know, that we're all made in God's image, and that part of God is in is is in everybody yes, that sir. that wants to see things made right. And uh, so I just encourage people, you know, capitalize on the common things you have. Don't let your differences stop you from mm. working together and serving together and letting God do what he does. Do the work, yeah. Yeah, by, by building those relationships with you and these other people and, and with each other and with the person that you're serving. All those relationships and those connections and those little conversations, let all of those things take, you know, he can take those and use them in a way that leads to what uh, like caller yep, like earlier seeds, yeah. uh, on asked um, to come to a point where they're going to ask that question yeah. of so of someone and, and it may not be you or, or any of those people. Mm. It, it could be someone unrelated. They can make a call to some radio station exactly. and yeah. ask that question. It's, it's um, you know, five years from now. So. Yeah. So how hard is it to find these needs? Uh, I mean, you don't have your nose to the ground 24-7 looking for these needs. They just kind of pop up, and you just got to recognize that they're there. Is that right? Ross? Right. I think, obviously, each and, one, each and every one of us can just, if you go through your life with your head down, you know, and not looking around, you won't see them. Right. But I think you'd almost have to try not to see a chance right. to help somebody. I mean... You know, hopefully, you know, you get to know the people that live down your street and you get to know people that you work with. Yeah. And um, and again, I think the reason why I think people see those needs, but I think people freeze up when they start to think of the, the like, logistics, the time. Like, I don't have a lot of time. I don't have the skills. I don't have the money. It's going to take time and money and all these things. And analysis to paralysis. Yeah, and yeah. I just I just would encourage people. You know, if you really, you know, if God touches your heart and you see something, 
and you feel like it's beyond you, I really think if you talk to the people that you know, you know, in your circles of influence. Say, so what can we do? That, you yeah. know, I have this friend, I have this neighbor, and this is the problem. Do you know somebody that could take a few minutes and help me? You know, would mm -hmm. you come and help me? You know, rake, or would you could come help me paint? You know, could could we, you know, make a difference in this person's life? And I think you'll find, you'll find that God will place those people that have the skill that you need if you ask, and and the person will be available to help you. Um, you know, if you're the willing to be the captain and and kind of talk to people and bubble it out yeah. there. Yeah, he's going to give you the. You know, he's going to give you the resources that you need to kind of get it done, and then uh, just kind of get as many people from all of your mm. communities together that are willing to help becomes out. Becomes infectious. Yeah, and, and anyway, and I, I'm I sure got, things could go wrong. Yeah. Uh, things can go wrong, or <laughs> you don't have it doesn't go quite the way you want it to. Mm. But uh, you know, I think God uses the. You know, don't bite off something that's you know a, an electrical service or something that you you can't. But you could find somebody. Yeah, that but might you do could it. find yeah, a yeah, you could find an electrician at your church yeah, or an sure, electrician yeah. in your neighborhood that might be willing to come over and do that portion of right. it mm. um, to make sure it's done safely and correctly. Um, but you know, little things go a long way. Like that's I right. said, scraping and painting a house or. I, I had that exact same thing happen to me uh, last year. I was over my head in a project that I, I, I thought that uh, it was going to take a little few weeks to knock out. Well, it took almost a year to knock it out. And my neighbors, uh, who I hadn't met, you know, I, I guess I'd met them, but uh, we hadn't talked. They looked out in the yard and saw me cutting down trees and, and, uh, and doing this project. And they felt, <laughs> they felt sorry for me or what. But all of a sudden, they're out there helping me, mm -hmm. and uh, they have a whole bunch of little kids, and and the kids came out to help, and uh, not wonderful. And they became friends. You know, yeah. they weren't friends before; they mm -hmm. were the neighbors, and uh, we didn't know what they were doing, and they didn't know what we were doing. Mm -hmm. But boy, you know, uh, I I would, you know, when he needs something, I'm right there to do it for him, mm -hmm. and uh, and when I need something, he's still there to do it for me, mm -hmm. and it's just and, uh, it's just a, such a relationship building. Thing when you see a need to help, we didn't ask them to come over and help, but they just showed up, and mm -hmm. we needed it. Mm -hmm. We needed it, and now we've got friends. Um, yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'd encourage even uh, pastors or leaders in local churches to consider uh, a side by side like ministry in their church. Sure. Um, if you know, if kind of with the same mechanisms that you would use when you you know someone in your church community has a need. And you need to build a handicap ramp, and yeah. you know, and people would rally, and you, you know, all those tools. If you just share with your with your congregation, with your church family, you know, if you have somebody that's not part of our church family that has a need in your neighborhood, a friend or something, bring it to us, and we'll let you kind of be the captain, and you can be the person to get your friends outside of the church community and the church community, and we'll kind of uh, loan the money or front the money mm -hmm. to do the project as a church. Uh, I guarantee you, if a church, I guarantee I, you can't guarantee I anything. think you can guarantee, uh, this, 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 I think you can guarantee I would, this, Rob. I would be pretty, pretty sure <laughs> that if a church took uh, this as, as in, in make it your own, this idea that if you started building those relationships, you know, it's going to make a difference in your church community because of the people, you know, using their gifts and like really making a difference in an outreach ministry. It's going to make a difference to that family or person that has the need met. It's going to establish cool relationships mm -hmm. between 
your church member and all the friends that they got involved in this process. And down the road, I think there's a lot greater chance that if you have some type of a typical outreach program, a Christmas service or something that you want to invite people to, that when that person that's a part of your church asks those people who worked on the project or that if they'd like to come to something, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the chances of them coming is much higher, much, much higher, higher, much higher yeah. than it's just a cold invitation. Because it's love. Yep. It's the love that Jesus yep. said, love one yep. another as I've loved you. You know, and, and so beside all of the, you know, the blessings that would happen and, you know, pleasing God, making him smile with that process, yep. I think it would also, there would be a return to the church Amen. that was willing to do that, I think there would be a return in people coming or an interest in the in the yeah. church and even an understanding. You know, don't yeah. make it be a, like mm. the church is what it's all about. You're right. Like, don't even you know let the people share. I'm from this church and they're helping us kind of front the money and just keep it low key like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all, and that's that's the PR that your church would get it, from that, and yeah. it would it would pay massive dividends. Yep. And you're yep. saying, uh, Rob, that you're uh, willing to encourage somebody if they want to know more about it. Oh, sure, I, I'll so talk to anybody about context it. So you can contact us through uh, Simple Faith. Mm-hmm. Right, right. We'll relay the message mm-hmm. to Rob. Yeah. Right. I definitely don't think that you know. I'm not saying. I don't think people respond the same way if a church will go out and go like, oh, here we are, we're the big church, and we're going to fix everything. See, here we are, we're fixing this for you, we're doing this project for you. I mean, you can do it that way. Um, I think having the person, the member of your church, just be the representative of your church and let them be the, like I say, the captain and let them do all the contacting and letting the small influences Mm. that reference back to the church. Amen. Amen. Yeah. We, we're coming to the close of our program, uh, and uh, you can reach me at dale at simplefaith.net. Uh, we're throwing out the net, so remember, That's simplefaith.net, right. dale yes. at simplefaith.net, or you can reach us at simplefaith, P.O. Box 111, Gray, Maine, 04039. And I just want to thank you, Rob. Yes, uh, I've Rob. watched your ministry from the distance for, for many years, mm-hmm. and uh, and I just, I, I'm just so impressed by it. It's just mm-hmm. a, a wonderful example of of loving others like Jesus loved us in this day when, when, uh, when, when the Democrats and Republicans are, mm. are 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 so entrenched and you know it just it's it, Jesus has called us to another way mm. and you're doing it find and, the uh, commonalities amen. Yeah. So uh, I I think we are just about ready to wrap up. This is WBCI Life Changing Radio 105.9 FM Radio. You can reach us at. Dale at simplefaith.net or simplefaith PO box 111 Gray Main 04039 thanks so much for uh, uh, being part of our family today it's we'll, been a pleasure yeah we'll be back next week it's on Saturday at th- from 3 to 4 yeah. and uh, if you've got somebody that you'd like us to uh, to interview or if, if you're doing something that, uh, that that the world needs to know about yeah, we right. want we want to talk to you so out. reach out to us and And we'd love to hear from you. God bless.